Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women every single morning who are making Coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hope you're having a great Monday and had a great weekend. We're gonna we're gonna go right into the show today. I haven't caught up with Paige Roberts, the CEO from the Jackson County Chamber, in some time, and I'm looking forward to just chatting and see what the latest is. How are you doing this morning, Paige? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. It has been a little while. It's good to see you. So um, why don't we just start with, uh, you know, what's what what did you wake up worrying about this morning? What's what's on your mind these days? Because I know you've got a you've got a to do list as long as anyone I know. Yes. Well, um, one big project we kicked off this week is P3 Passion Purpose Paycheck. It's a collaborative effort with the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation and United Way that um is helping high school students uh, make sure they have a plan to be enrolled, employed, or enlisted when they graduate. So that's been exciting. Uh, This evening, I'll be a part of a facilitated brainstorming session with the city of Moss Point. Uh, I've been working very closely with Mayor Billy Knight on um, his transition into leadership there and what we can do um, to help revitalize Moss Point. Yeah, you've been actually really involved in Moss Point. Uh, We've talked about it before, the long-term plan, not only as the gateway coming in from the Alabama side, the I-10 corridor and all of that, but the opportunity with this river, amazing riverfront, and to really turn the corner away from what people thought of when they thought of Moss Point, they thought about the paper mill. Those days are long gone. And what's emerging is this incredibly dynamic vision for what the downtown could be, what the the economic development opportunities could be. And you've got a new mayor there, as most cities in coastal Mississippi have, um, certainly, you know, there in in Jackson County. Uh, How's it been working with uh, Mayor Knight? I really enjoy working with Mayor Knight. He has um, a certain way about him where you just know that um, there is hope uh, again and there is um, real leadership, real thoughtful leadership. And I have been especially pleased with um, my interactions with him and and his um, keen ability to listen. He is a listener and a thinker, and I just have such respect for that. And as you mentioned, the Magnificent Mile, which is our project there of opening um, the I-10 with um, frontage roads from Highway 63 to Highway 613, that's a part of our GCRF project request. Again, this year, we got $2 million for it last year, Um, and that is going to be a real game changer, I believe, because developers for the first time will have access to that area there um, to bring it up to similar to what D'Iberville has. And that would be amazing. That would be amazing. (laughs) Think of Moss Point as (laughs) flypaper, economic flypaper for folks coming in from, uh, from Alabama. It is, it is clear that the opportunity is very significant, isn't it? 
Well, it is. And what our argument has been with MDA and the legislature and all, all of the people making these decisions about the GCRF money is that we're we're looking to grow the pie, not just shift the slice sizes, because a lot of people on the east side of, of um, Jackson County and George County cross the Alabama line and spend their money at uh, places, commercial establishments in Mobile. So this would uh, potentially bring that money uh, to stay here in the Magnolia State. So important. So important. So, you know, you and I have talked about this before, but you believe that part of the Chamber's mission isn't just about, you know, supporting the economics of the community, but it's, it's about helping the leaders of the community, whether it be mayors or otherwise, help establish in each of these communities that make up your, the area of your responsibility in Jackson County, create a great sense of place and improve the community, improve the, the, the standard of living there. Um, it is really a mission for you, isn't it? It is. I believe in using our resource, our resources and gifts that we have here among my team, myself um, and the chamber and all that goes with that to um, do our mission, to complete our mission, which is support commerce, promote growth in order to enhance quality of life in Jackson County. So of course we, you know, we're doing videos for, we've done them for Moss Point. I've just met with the mayor of Goche. We're gonna do one for them. Um, I have a master of public administration. So I have a lot of um, education and experience to, to offer as well. And it just, if it's not a collaborative partnership, then our communities are going to die. What's exciting about that to me, both as a publisher, when I was a publisher of the Sun-Herald, uh, and also as a member of your board back in the day, mm -hmm. was that, that Jackson County, let's say my, my Pascagoula, let's just focus on Pascagoula for a second, was okay. really seen as this economic development entity. People didn't, didn't talk about Pascagoula as a place where you could create a vibrant downtown where there could potentially be mixed use, where the you know it's a place where people would live and people would enjoy it and people would play there and eat there and all. We didn't talk about it in those terms. Ob obviously, from an economic development point of view, uh, Jackson County and in particular Pascagoula has really had their act together for many, many, many years. It's not not just because of Ingalls, but but also, I mean, certainly that's a big part of it. But all the ancillary development, Chevron being there and all the other stuff that's happening. Um, but you have a chance to like hit on all the cylinders now with the revitalization efforts that you're involved in there in the city. And and that's kind of where the new economy is headed. And we've got to be focused on that, don't we? Yes, absolutely. And we had a Pascagoula Redevelopment Authority meeting, which take place here at the chamber um, earlier this week. And there was a developer in town from Birmingham to make a pitch to the PRA. And he said, Pascagoula is all the talk. I mean, when did you ever think you were going to hear that, right? So um, we've had designers and planners come in and tell the the Pascagoula PRA what a cool downtown uh, they're developing. So, yes, it's it's very important. And again, it it is about. Um, leveraging the the communal resources uh whether that's 
time or talent or funding or what what have you, uh, human resources. If it's it's that coming together that really sets us apart. It is what is unique about about Jackson County, and that's our partnerships. Well, I talk about it a lot, um, but this whole notion of live, working, and playing in a very similar area, and and looking at the the, the mixed use projects that are in in all, you know obviously come out of the ground there or being talked about coming out of the ground there. Visited you. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Over in Pasco, and we walked around and saw some incredible projects. A lot of money being invested there. How are those projects doing? Are they? Are they? I, I'm sure they're coming along pretty well by now, huh? Yes, actually, um, we have a new couple from Asheville, North Carolina, who moved here for work with one of the local industries, and they have moved in to uh, one of the new apartments on Delmas, one of the beautiful lofts with the exposed brick and and uh, the ceilings that you saw. Um, and uh, the city center is moving right along. We still expect that to be done um, by the end of the year. And what's exciting about that one, Ricky, is that's the one with the rooftop bar and lounge. This is the old Hancock Bank building, and they're going to call it the bank. So you can go hang at the bank uh, where there'll be a rooftop bar and lounge right in downtown Pascagoula. It's it's really, really cool. What what a great, what great vision. But again, that that money and, you know, speaking specifically of the of the group out of Birmingham, that money would not be interested in Pascagoula if people weren't beginning to see, wait a minute strategically and tactically they're connecting where they are today the opportunities that exist today with where the strategic opportunities are going to be in the future and that is that whether you're working remotely or whether you're working in technology or something else related to shipbuilding or chevron or the ancillary businesses there is an absolute evidence that exists that says people want to live, work, and play in a similar area. So this notion of living out rurally and then driving in, Mm-mm. that's changing. And right. Pasadena is at the, at, the, mm-hmm. at the beckoning of something really important there. Yes, walkability, connectivity. I am reading a book right now called Our Towns by James and Deborah Fallows. Uh, James Fallows was a speechwriter years ago for President Carter and also has his um, pilot's license. He and his wife have flown to all of these different towns and are discussing with the natives what is um been so successful for them and i am taking copious notes uh because pascagoula is doing a lot of this um so it's exciting to see yeah i learned a lot about this from andreas Dwani, the father of new urbanism it was here after hurricane katrina with 100 architects and planners so we could see what was possible and he was right. I mean, this is this is where the future is headed. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Dave Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. I all 
always enjoy my conversations with Paige Roberts because she's on the ground. She's a visionary. She's very strategic. You can't just say, I want to go do something. You have to be willing to bring partnerships to, to bear. And I think the story of Jackson County has been the sort of whether it's the Economic Development Foundation or the cities that you work with, that the, you've you've come to understand that the key to our success, not just in Jackson County, but as a coast entity, is working together, forming partnerships, having strategic alliances, us all being focused on the goal together. And the goal is really making this a great place to visit, making this an economic you know, success story, making this a great place to live. But I mean, really, I could go on and on about that, but we can't overstate that, can we? No, and I think it is really key about storytelling, Ricky. And as Mississippi has uh, known for years, when you let someone else tell your story, it doesn't uh, work out as well for you as you'd like. When you're telling your own story, that's important. And so that's why um, we all get in the same boat and row toward the same shore. Uh, Rowing in the same direction is so important because that helps us tell a more positive, promising story. So <clears throat> with all that said, you know, Paige, you and I have talked about this before a couple of times on our show, watching sort of the latest events at Coastal Mississippi Tourism, where uh, for like a year, we heard that there were rumblings that that certain board of supervisors, Harrison County Board of Supervisors meetings were not, uh, members were not happy with Milton's pay that had been negotiated by the Coastal Mississippi Board. And they were like hell bent to get him out of there. And it you know, looked like maybe things had slowed down and I had hope when Brooke Schultz came in as the chairman that things were changing. I felt I had some conversations with her, felt like things were moving in the right direction. I did not like the way they treated Mark Henderson in the early days. Now Mark Henderson has resigned, right. unfortunately, from Hancock County as a result of the most recent events. But I didn't like the way that he was treated. I saw so much going on that went against regional tourism, bylaw changes, all these things that they were doing to try to positioned the board, putting new board members on that didn't have a dog in the hunt uh, in tourism, which is, to me, that's ridiculous. I mean, how, how can you have board members in regional tourism who don't have dogs in the hunt? I mean, it should be loaded with people who are, who are from the industry, who have significant resources at stake of the success for this. Um, but, you know, we saw this kind of playing out, but then Milton Segarra gets terminated or, well, essentially right. run off, forced right. to resign. That's right. Um, and then Mark resigns. And, uh, I, and I have to tell you, as publisher of the Sun-Herald, there are some moments in, in my tenure there where I saw a feverish pitch behind the scenes of people involved in an issue. I have never seen the kind of energy going toward this issue right now, because what the, the termination of Milton Segarra that has supported the entire gaming commission, or excuse me, gaming industry, and so many really powerful people in, in the business community to have so much support and then to still be forced out is a real indication that the regional tourism effort was out of touch with reality. What are you hearing in Jackson County? Oh, <laughs> um, well, the, my colleagues are not 
happy at all. I mean, as you know, the vote went down county uh, lines um, on this issue. So I know our commissioners were not aligned with Harrison County commissioners on this issue. Um, everyone over here with whom I work uh, respects Milton and appreciates what an incredible job he has done. And when I talked about storytelling earlier, this is a terrible story. This, this story does not bode well for the coast um, at, at all. And it, and it is quite frankly, very damaging to us uh, when it comes to um, funding from Jackson, how we look to Washington. Uh, this is just very unnecessary and very disappointing because it reminds me of what I'd heard of the old days of Mississippi, not the 21st century Mississippi, not the Mississippi that I know and love that changed its flag and, and moves forward progressively telling our good story. Um, yeah, a lot of people are angry. It's, it's amazing to me that uh, two or three, essentially two or three members of the Board of Supervisors can turn this thing so heavily, which su suggests that the legislation is flawed. Um, the the, well, yeah, the legislation the is flawed from flawed. a number of ways. Yes, yeah. I, w I would agree with you. I, I think at this point it sort of needs to be nuked and started over um, because I don't, I can't believe that there it's in writing that supervisors can just pull their commissioners uh, who they've appointed at any time. I mean, that's that's no good. That doesn't allow a commissioner to really think and behave on on their own. And 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 just the whole way it is set up is just very um, archaic to me. Um, and it's certainly not going to take us to the next level where we deserve to be because of all the other great things going on. So what do you, I mean, what do you think, what do you think is going to happen? Um, what's the scuttlebutt in Jackson County these days? Um, I, I think there is going to be um, some people looking at this issue in a way of, uh, so that it can be uh reworked more uh, beneficially for everyone. And I don't know what that exactly entails, but I know there are some stakeholders who are um, discussing this and some and getting some good minds uh, at the table to to work on it along with other people um, who believe that there's a better way to do business. What amazes me about this, one of the major recommendations, I had the uh, the real honor of leading the tourism recovery planning efforts for the governor's commission after Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. And one of our major recommendations was to create a regional tourism entity. And uh, when I left for Alabama, John Harrison became chairman of that committee for the, for the uh, business council. And a lot of people worked really hard, both local legislators and others, to pull this off. Now, sometimes in the midst of a public-private bill like this was, you had to make some concessions along the way to get you where you need to be. You know, it was really working pretty well there for a while. And then one or two, it just showed, this should, cannot be this way, though, that one or two personalities can turn the whole thing. Just suddenly, everything changes 
that's not good. That means something, there's undue influence, there's undue pressure, there's something something wrong. And listen, I am a major league believer in coastal Mississippi tourism, that we are better, stronger, and what Mark wrote in his letter is important. He mm -hmm. said that our competitors, our competitors are thinking regionally. They're competing regionally. We, if we let this thing de devolve, uh, like I've talked to a really important leader in Hancock County who said, I'm going to lead an effort to pull out. And I said, look, please don't do that. Let me, let me, let me give you some background and walked him through it. And he said, okay, good. He's going to, he's going to have conversations with people, maybe hit the pause button on that effort, try to figure out how to save regionalism. But look, if what happens from this is we end up losing our regional view toward tourism, man, this is a major step back. I mean, for people who aren't paying attention to this issue, you better you better pay attention because this is a major, major step backward if we let regionalism get impacted to this. People will tell you they're, they're, they care about regionalism and they want regionalism to happen. But when they say, we don't care what you think, we're firing Milton anyway. We don't care about the success that he's brought to the table. We're worried about his salary, even though they didn't negotiate his salary. I mean, it's just unfortunate that we're in this position where in the midst of the pandemic with all these challenges that we're facing in the coast of Mississippi and tourism and otherwise because of the pandemic, with all the success that we've had, with some of the best numbers in the world for a tourism destination, we fire the guy who's the data-driven guy behind our recovery effort. That's, the, that's crazy. I don't know why we did that, you know, and they're, they're not saying much. So here we are. <laughs> and uh, it is really unfortunate. And as a result of it, the gaming community, the business community, and everyone that I have talked to, I have never seen so much focus on an issue like there is on this issue now. They're going to save it. I believe they're going to save it. And I hope our legislative community comes together and says, we cannot let this happen. It will be a step backward for coastal Mississippi. I'm not underestimating or overstating that, am I? No, no, you are not. And I am proud of that. I am proud because, as I said, the, this type of behavior isn't necessarily new over the history of this area, but it certainly, I thought, was well behind us. And, and I'm pleased to see the leaders in the community say, okay, we're not going to just take this. Yeah, I, I agree. As you said, what got us into that, and for people who, I mean, this was, I had no idea what Paige had to say about this, but the reality is she's been so focused on partnerships and reaching out and forming alliances, and she gets, sometimes it's a local issue, sometimes it's just a county issue, sometimes it's a regional issue. She understands that better than anybody. And I'm not surprised you have the point of view about this, Paige, that you do. It's been great to catch up. And we'll talk to you again real soon. If you get any new information on that particular topic, let me know and we'll get you in immediately on the show and talk about it because I'm going to keep talking about it until there's a solution. God bless you, my friend. It's great to catch yes, up. Yes, you too, Ricky. Good to see you. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.